Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. That's right, the show by golfers, for golfers is on the air. It's Tea to Green, the golf show. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Evans from the five-star Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado, the longtime home of Tea to Green. Thanks for being a part of what we do and for making Tea to Green a part of your July 4th holiday weekend. Hope it's been a great one. On the big show today, well, a few years back, she was named one of the most influential women in golf. She comes from a family of golf architects, and she's been with us before on Tea to Green. Now, Jan Beljan is president of the American Society of Golf Course Architects, the ASGCA. She was elected to that position earlier this year. And Jan Beljan returns to Tita Green today to talk about what's on her agenda as president of one of the most influential golf groups in America, the American Society of Golf course architects up first we go back into the t to green show archives for a couple of golden oldies two of the all-time greats who unfortunately are no longer with us pat summerall and ken venturi they were tv golf for most of the 1970s 80s and 90s at CBS, they combined to broadcast over 25 Masters tournaments, and they were pretty much joined at the hip, so much so that both died in 2013 in their early 80s, about a month apart. Before they passed, Tita Green had a chance to talk to Pat and Ken, and Summerall and Venturi will be with us today on Tita Green. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at seven. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am I going to do? Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. It's America's longest-running network radio golf show. Tita Green, our website, tdgreenradio.com. Like us on Facebook as well. Jay and Jerry from the Broadmoor. Also on Sirius XM Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app, the Dan Patrick Channel. We continue right after this on Tita Green. 
Take a step toward updating your home with exclusive life-proof vinyl plank flooring from The Home Depot, starting at just $2.99 a square foot. It locks together for easy installation. It's waterproof, scratch-resistant, and comes in a variety of trendy styles with over 40 colors to choose from. That's a step in the right direction. Today is the day for doing with life-proof vinyl plank flooring starting at just $2.99 a square foot. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. See store for details. New Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline not only helps keep your engine running like new, it can also help you win big. When you fill up as a Fuel Rewards member, you'll be automatically entered in the Shell Great Gas Giveaway after purchasing 8 gallons or more, where you can win one of thousands of prizes, including free fuel for a year. To join, download the Fuel Rewards app or go to fuelrewards.com slash win. In engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. No purchase necessary. Motion ends 9-1-19. See official rules at fuelrewards.com slash win for how to enter by mail and all details. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com Hey guys, losing your hair sucks, and I should know. I've lost mine. And two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. Well, it might be too late for me, but it's not too late for you. Now there's Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair you have. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to obtain. For five minutes now and starting at just 10 bucks a month, you'll never have to worry about your hair loss again. So you just sign up, it takes less than five minutes, answer a few simple questions, snap a couple photos, and you complete your online doctor consultation. A licensed physician will review your info. They'll recommend the right treatment for you, and then it's shipped right to your door every three months. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products that are out there. And Keeps treatments are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. So if you suffer from hair loss, the last thing you want to do is wait to see a doctor. For a limited time, you receive your first month of treatment for free. Go to Keeps.com slash golf. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash golf. Do it today. Keeps.com slash golf. It's destination listening for dedicated golfers, and once again, you have found it. It's Tee to Green, the golf show from the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado, on a beautiful Sunday after the 4th of July. Jay Ritchie alongside Jerry Evans. Great to have you here. Good to see you, Jerry. How was your holiday? Well, it was fine. Uh, didn't get a chance to really see any fireworks, but I uh, got some family time, so that was nice. And I didn't have to do any grilling. It was already being done for me, the hamburgers and the hot dogs. And all I had to do was sit down and eat. That was awesome. That's the way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to get your secret after, yeah. after well, the show Well, have a big here. family and somebody else grill. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of, kind of what I did, I, I although I did chip in a little bit and helped out with a few things but well that's okay yeah that's one of the 
privileges or benefits of getting a little older. Well, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Generally, somebody else is, uh, ties that in. If you and, raise your kids right. <laughs> well, yeah. These were actually great nieces and nephews that were doing yeah. the grilling. They're yeah. all in their 30s. Oh, oh I, gave, I just about gave them away my age, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we uh, we're here at the Broadmoor and on the show today coming up uh, later in the hour, Jan Bell Jan will join us. Jan, a uh, very well-known and well-respected lady in the golf industry, maybe not that well-known to the general golfing public, but those in the industry, she is uh, one of the best. And she uh, last time she was with us was Easter Sunday of 2016. She's going to join us today to talk about a new job. She's the president of the American Society of Golf Course Architects. I'm looking forward to talking with her and uh, finding out about uh, how the whole architectural structure is designed to, to get these courses made. You know, it's, it's amazing because you always hear about, like, Robert Trent Jones and, you know, Jack Nicholas did this one and, yeah. and so on and so forth, you know. So it, it's fascinating to me to, to see how these ideas are formulated and then put into use. Then in our next segment, a really special treat for you. You know, it's hard to find guests on a big holiday weekend. Yeah. People are always busy doing stuff. So uh, sometimes uh, when it, when that rolls around, one of the benefits of doing a show for a long time, like Tita Green, is we can reach back into our archives, which we've done this time. And we got a really good treat for you uh, as we found a couple of interviews we did many, many years ago with Pat Summerall and Ken Venturi who for years on CBS were pretty much TV golf. Oh, they really were. I remember their commentary several times out on the golf course. And uh, they actually had, to me, it it always seemed like they had kind of a magical uh, composure about themselves. And so uh, to, to hear when they were talking about the golf tournament and the players and everything, you just felt like, you know, that's the way golf is supposed to be described. Yeah, we but we got... We got uh, a couple of short interviews with each of them. Summer all and Ventura will play those back for you uh, in our second segment. Something I wanted to talk about in the first segment here, and it pertains mostly to we do have a Colorado Springs affiliate, Extra Sports 1300, that carries the show all over southern Colorado. And there's a big story going on in golf here in southern Colorado that we want to uh, we want to bring you up to date on, and it has to do with the possibility of this area losing another golf course. And that really is a shame. You really don't like to hear about that. Uh, anytime there's like negative things that are happening, you just really hate to see that because the the course that we're going to be talking about uh, is uh, I've played it several times, and it is uh, really good by nature. But I think it's, you know, maybe it's days or numbered, but we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, it's called Springs Ranch Golf Course, uh, nearly 100 acres, 180 acres on the east side of Colorado Springs in the Springs Ranch community east of Powers Boulevard. Uh, they, they started building it back in 1996. It opened in 1997. Dick Phelps designed 18 holes, length style, about 7,000 yards from the tips and uh, there's a lot of misinformation and rumors going around on the golf course. One that uh, that I heard about a couple of days ago was that this weekend was going to be its final weekend, and they were closing the, it's closing the doors, shutting down, and Springs Ranch would be going away after this weekend. That is not true. We contacted uh, the general manager, Ed Kajalowicz, uh, yesterday. We tried to get Ed to come on the show with us this morning, 
but they're having a big tournament this weekend, and he just didn't have time to join us. But he did promise at some future date to come on the show and talk about what's going on. Uh, he told me yesterday that Springs Ranch will remain open at least until the end of the year, and he also reiterated what's been put out uh, in the newspaper, on TV stations, and other uh, media that have been covering this story that Springs Ranch is under contract to Classic Homes. Classic Homes is the biggest Colorado Springs home builder and land developer. They've been operating here in the Pikes Peak region since 1989. Classic Homes has put out a statement. They uh, they also uh, re- did, did not want to comment. Classic Homes is saying that Classic Homes is under contract to purchase the Springs Ranch golf course property Classics land development engineering and consulting teams are in the due diligence phase to thoroughly evaluate the condition of the site. We have not made any conclusions on the potential for redevelopment. But they have redesigned, reconfigured at least one hole. That was the 18th hole that they've already done that with. And a lot of people were wondering because once they reconfigured that, People were saying, wait, is this the 18th hole or is this the 16th hole? Or, you know, because they were kind of confused about exactly where the green was. But uh, overall, uh, it's going to be a decision that has to be, you know, in the hands of classic home developers. And uh, quite honestly, I'm not sure that they're going to keep it open because yeah. of the simple fact that they can obviously, you know, sell, build and sell more homes there and make a lot more money. Yeah, and I think the fact that they are saying they're in due diligence to thoroughly evaluate the condition of the site along with their uh, engineering, land development, and consulting teams. That's, I think, a fancy way of saying we're, pl- we're making plans Hello to, do and goodbye. to do something else <laughs> yeah. besides, besides right. a golf course. They are and they have hosted four voluntary town hall meetings to get input from Springs Ranch residents regarding the potential redevelopment. They had two meetings in May. They had two more in June. More are planned, dates and times to be announced. Uh, Since 2006, the number of golf courses in the United States has declined to about about 9%. It's down to around 14,000 now. Uh, Since 2006, roughly, this is nationwide, 1,900 golf courses have closed. About 600 new ones have opened and that is not a recipe for success right there when you're closing at a rate three times the amount of new courses that are opening. Of course, all of this happening after the overbuilding, I guess you might say, of golf courses that took place in the mostly in the uh, 1990s and early 2000s when the sport was booming. It was the, the heyday of Tiger Woods, and uh, golf was probably, golf was not probably, golf was being played, by more people, and there were more courses built in that stretch than at any other time in the country's history. And that that really is true, but now you got a situation where there's a lot more activities, other sports that, like young people, are taking part in even more so, and uh, you see the rise of these different sports, and it's kind of taken away the luster of being able to go out and, you know, and excel in, in a game like golf. And so when you take all those factors into consideration, it's not a big surprise that there has been a decline yeah. in the number of courses, uh, even though they've developed uh, several hundred other courses. You know, and like the Springs Ranch example, it's not just something that is inherent to Colorado Springs in True. southern Colorado. 
it also is something that has been happening over the entire nation. Yeah. So when you factor all those considerations in there, uh, you got to believe that you know this is a problem that uh, United States Golf Association. I know they're trying to address it. But uh, it, it might be tough. Maybe we can talk a little bit to Jan about that when we get around. Right, there's a good the idea. Yeah, too. we'll talk to her about it. Since 2006, Colorado Springs and the Pikes Peak region, and this is discouraging, have lost three golf courses, maybe four, if Springs Ranch shuts down Correct. at the end of the year. Uh, since 2006, gone from the region now, the 18-hole course in Fountain that was known as Apple Tree. Loved that course, too. It, it closed in 2006. A nine-hole course known as the Vineyards, not too far from here, which closed over a water dispute in 2009. Mm-hmm. And then another 18-hole course, Glen Eagle, right across from the Air Force, right across Interstate 25 from the Air Force Academy, closed in November of 2013. And right now, it's looking not looking good for another 18-hole course, Springs Ranch. It's really a shame, but it might be a sign of the times. Yep. So anyway, as far as Springs Ranch is concerned right now, they will remain open at least till the end of the year, according to General Manager Ed Kajalowicz. Okay, we'll see how it all shakes out. We will take a break, and when we return to the Broadmoor, we will hear from a couple, as I mentioned, in the open, a golden oldies, some Tita Green archive interviews we did with Pat Summerall and Ken Venturi, next, right here on Tita Green. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. 
Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Talking golf 52 weeks a year and loving it right here on Tee to Green. The golf show, that's what we do. We being Jay Ritchie, Jerry Evans at the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. In master control is Scott Cuddy. And two guys who talk golf just about better than anybody ever were Pat Summerall and Ken Venturi, who teamed on CBS for many, many, many years, 70s, 80s, and 90s. And uh, were the pretty much were, were TV golf during those years. They were definitely the voices of golf, and I always enjoyed listening to them. In fact, I enjoyed when Pat Summerall was doing golf more than when he was doing football. Yeah, I did too. So. But nowadays we've got we've got of course we've got Jim Nance, we've mm-hmm. got Joe Buck, we've got uh, uh, analysts like Nick Faldo and Paul Azinger doing what Pat Summerall and Ken Venturi kind of kind of invented. And kind of uh, defined all the years that they did it. And it was interesting. Both of those guys didn't come from a broadcast background. They were both players. And they were both athletes. Summerall played in the NFL. uh, And before he turned to an announcer, he was in the NFL from 1952 to 1961 as an announcer. He worked at ESPN, at Fox, CBS. Covered 16 Super Bowls. 26 Masters tournaments, 21 U.S. Tennis Opens. Pat Summerall passed away in April of 2013 at the age of 82. And I was fortunate enough at one of the PGA Tour events that CBS was broadcasting to sit down and have a brief chat with Pat Summerall many years ago right here on Tee to Green. Longevity seems to be the, the, the hallmark of your career. Ken Venturi and you have worked together for years on the golf broadcast, and everyone knows uh, John Madden and Pat Summerall, the number one team in, in uh, NFL broadcasting for years and years and years. It, it seems to be the hallmark of your broadcasting career. I think I should remind you that uh, Tony Trabert and I have been together on tennis for, uh, I think, 24 years. So longevity, I guess uh, you could say. I, I think the real key to that is perhaps that I still enjoy and still like the events, still enjoy what I'm doing, still enjoy traveling, still enjoy people, enjoy the competitiveness, the competitive nature of, uh, of this business, just like I did when I was playing. Well, you came out of an athletic background, and this is sort of a, a team effort for CBS in golf, in tennis, and in football as well. Well, my life uh, in athletics, I think, helped me in a, in a career in broadcasting greatly. 
simply because you live by the clock, you've got to be a certain place at a certain time. We had to do that as athletes. Um, I think once you get into the place that you you hope to be, then it's a matter of can you convey what you think and what you th see and what you know. But I think uh, the life as, a, as an athlete and the discipline connected with that is certainly very, very closely related to the broadcasting business. People must feel watching you and the ease and with you and the rest of the CBS crew do your job, especially in, in golf, that it must be just the ideal job, especially if you're into golf. Tell us about that, and, and is it as ideal as people might think? Well, uh, as you say, we have been together for a long time, so we know each other's shortcomings and each other's strengths. That's a great, that's a great, great help. As far as ease is concerned, I think golf is the most difficult thing to broadcast that there is because you're so spread out. But you are forced to spend a lot of time together. Golf is not a one-day event like a football game or a basketball game or a tennis match or whatever you might have. Uh, golf is a four-day event. So you're forced to spend more time with the people that you work with than in a normal assignment. And I think for that reason, you get closer to the people. They become closer friends. And as I say, you know their strengths and weaknesses. We enjoy it. I enjoy it. I think everybody who works on the golf broadcast enjoys it. Uh, in some cases, uh, the case of Ken Venturi, Frank Chikanian, our executive producer, Gary McCord, Ben Wright, uh, those people, golf is their life. Uh, they live it. Uh, I have other things to do, but I love golf while I'm working at golf. I love football when I'm broadcasting football. Does Pat Summerall get much of a chance to get out on the course? I play uh, when I can. I just had a knee operation about a month ago, uh, so I haven't played much lately. But... Uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of almost every week uh, when I'm healthy and able and uh, a golf course is available, I'll be out there. There you go. That's Pat Summerall uh, from uh, uh, way back in the day when he was the lead CBS golf announcer, and he teamed with Ken Venturi for most of his career as the CBS lead golf announcer. So that must have been really a nice treat for you to be able to have a chance to talk with Pat Summerall. Of course, he's uh, always been a legend as far as broadcasting is, is concerned. And when him and Ken Venturi teamed up, uh, I thought it was interesting when he talked about having to work with the same person four days when you're talking about golf. When, yes. Like in an NFL assignment, then, you know, he'd set three or four hours that they're on the air, that uh, that they're doing their, their bit, but they don't have to really worry about too much interaction like you do in a golf tournament. Yeah, that was a great point. He and Venturi were joined at the hip pretty much for many, many years. So much so, Pat Summerall passed away in April of 2013 at the age of 82. About a month later, May of 2013, we lost Ken Venturi. Ken Venturi uh, spent uh, uh, most of his early days on a golf course. In fact, he was good enough that he won 14 times on the PGA Tour. He won the 1964 U.S. Open. He was a member of the World Golf Hall of Fame. And when I sat down and talked to Ken Venturi, I mentioned the fact that he was one of the first golfers to go from the course to the broadcast booth. He was it's followed pretty up common by... now for a player to go straight from his regular golf career into broadcasting, but it wasn't that common back then, was it? No, they had the older players, but when I turned 50, there was no senior tour. There were three, three tournaments, and the total price of the three was $250,000. But it's hard to find a lot of people with credentials to, to do television besides if they turn, because once they turn 50 and they got any talent, there's so much money on the senior tour. But when I turned, there was no, there was no money, and I've been with CBS now 33 years, working with the best, and of course Jim Nance is unparalleled as far as I'm concerned. 
and I just, uh, I've cut way back now. I'm only doing a total of six this year, and I'm semi-retired with it. Going long enough, I felt. So looking back 33 years ago, was that difficult to do? Were there some barriers you had to break down to be accepted? No, I had some great, great teaching. I, I uh, was hired by Frank Chikinian, and who was the inventor of the of uh, television golf. I worked with Jack Whitaker, who's superb, and you know I've had some great people to work with. And, and uh, of course, I got into it because my hands were going bad again. I was operated on 65, and I have to be operated again on 1970. And when they operate again on my right hand to build it back up, I asked the doctor would I be able to play golf again, and he said yes, but not to your standards. And so they said at CBS that if I would fully retire, they'd give me a full-time contract. And when the doctor told me that, I said, you got it. So has TV broadcasting a golf changed dramatically since you started? It's changed. The talent, they're better, they're longer, stronger. I mean, you know, and, and then look at the money when you think about the wins. My first win was... 1957, and uh, at St. Paul, I won. Uh, I shot 26 under par and won $2,000. The money's just changed and all those things, but it's. I've kept my enthusiasm because I really enjoy watching and doing it. But traveling is long enough, and after losing my wife, I decided now I've. It's been a while since, a little while now since she passed away, and I think it's time to wind down, spend some time with my kids and grandkids, and stop and smell the flowers. You mentioned Jack Whitaker. You've worked with some great partners through the years. Talk about some of those. Well, well, Whitaker, where I learned to do it, uh, we did the CBS Golf Classic at, at Firestone. And then we'd go back after the 16 shows. We would go to New York and do the voiceover. And then uh, Whitaker would help me with things. That they, and then Frank Sakinian would say, now, now, wait a minute, let's play that back. Listen to what you said. And I said, oh, okay. So I really got on the job training. And everybody thinks it looks so easy. But a lot of people go up there and they and they completely lose it because you're talking in your ear and you're talking and you have to pass it and what you have to do and all you have to get your thoughts there and like that. But working with Jimmy Nance is it's just uh, it's just too easy. And I really miss that, but I don't miss the traveling. Well, the great ones always make it look easy, and you certainly do that, Ken. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you. Cheater. Hey, That's uh, Ken Venturi from back in the day as well. And you know how I got both of those interviews, Pat Summerall and Ken Venturi? Enlighten us. I just asked. And it was, <laughs> and it was so simple. Back then, I, 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 I found a CBS person that was kind of in charge of that stuff, and they said, oh, yeah, just, you know, just go down to the 18th Tower, you know, the famous 18th Tower. Right. It was a Sunday morning, and it was about three hours before CBS broadcast went on the air. And they, they said, uh, Pat's up there, he's working, he's, he's doing some prep work, doing his notes. And uh, just go in and sit down and introduce yourself, tell him who you are, and he'll do an interview with you. And I did that. And Venturi, I walked into the clubhouse at Castle Pines one year of the International. He was just sitting in a chair watching TV. And I walked up to him and said, hey, you introduce myself. And uh, he said, sure, sit down. And we talked. Nowadays, you, you don't even see... You can look at this as a slam or not, but you, when when Fox or when CBS or any of those big organizations, Golf Channel, are doing a tournament, they they stay in their own little compounds, and you don't even see those people that are covering that you see covering the the uh, the golf tournaments, with a few exceptions. Frank Navalo, he'll wander around you, and Brandel Chambly, but uh, you never see Joe Buck, or you never see. 
uh, Jim Nance or people like that. They just they keep to themselves. Lost a lot of the human element that goes into the broadcast, yeah. which is really a shame. It's a shame. But I uh, hope you enjoyed that with Pat Summerall and Ken Venturi. Jan Beljan, president of the American Society Golf Course Architects, standing by next on Tee to Green. Hey guys, losing your hair sucks, and I should know. I've lost mine. And two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. Well, it might be too late for me, but it's not too late for you. Now there's Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair you have. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to obtain. For five minutes now and starting at just 10 bucks a month, you'll never have to worry about your hair loss again. So you just sign up, it takes less than five minutes, answer a few simple questions, snap a couple photos, and you complete your online doctor consultation. A licensed physician will review your info. They'll recommend the right treatment for you, and then it's shipped right to your door every three months. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products that are out there. And Keeps treatments are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. So if you suffer from hair loss, the last thing you want to do is wait to see a doctor. For a limited time, you receive your first month of treatment for free. Go to Keeps.com slash golf. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash golf. Do it today. Keeps.com slash golf. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past. News, interviews, and fun for everyone interested in golf. That's what we do in bunches 
every Sunday right here on Tee to Green, the golf show. We're at the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Thank you for being with us today, Jay Ritchie, Jerry Evans. And our next guest is standing by on the Tee to Green guest line. Returning to the show, last time we talked to Jan Beljan was uh, Easter Sunday of 2016. Lots happened in her life and to her since that time and we're happy to welcome jan back to tita green as the president of the american society of golf course architects hi jan welcome back hi jay hi jay thanks for having me it's a wonderful day i remember when we had you on the first time we talked about the fact that a couple of uh notable golf organizations had had named you as one of the most influential women in golf at the time and uh, it seems that the, they were right on the money with that because uh, that was before you were named president of the ASGCA, the American Society of Golf Course Architects. Before we talk about, about your, new, your new job there, let's talk a little bit about, about you and the fact that you, you came. Uh, wasn't golf architecture kind of the family business? Uh, yes, uh, my father uh, and his five brothers were all club professionals, uh, but my father took a different route than, than his brothers did, and he chose to be a pro superintendent. He was hired by um, a developer to do the design of a golf course on a, on a piece of property, so my father actually was a golf course architect. He did only one course. But um, he did that, and so I kind of learned from him. Although as a, a, a youngster, I was in the single digits, and I, <laughs> I wasn't even a teenager. But I understood just what what it meant to him, and to see all the maintenance equipment, the uh, construction equipment, and all, every all the activity that was going on in this construction was pretty impressive for a youngster. Uh, so yes, I, I I was exposed to golf course design before I, I even really knew that it was a profession. I can imagine, too, back then, uh, golf was a very much a male-dominated industry, and especially, I would think, in golf course architecture. Did a lot of people look at you like you were crazy when you wanted to, when you wanted to go that route? Well, I don't know if they did or not, because I was just going my own direction, and I don't know that anybody tried to dissuade me uh, I would, if anything, I would say that uh, in, in men mostly, because as you said, a very male-dominated industry. But it was men who gave me the most encouragement and feedback and and guidance. So because it wasn't anything where there were any women who could who could offer that. Um, so I have to give the credit for my success to all the men in my life, whether it was just tangential, you know, just a one-time uh, encouragement or if they were people who were in my life through the course of my life, such as my, my father and my uncles. Um, so, And I, I'd say this is probably true for almost every woman who's been in some male-dominated business. She received encouragement not just from her, from her own uh, parents, her own father in particular, but also from all the other men who saw um, talent and desire and willingness and they supported that. Jan, can you give us some examples of some of the courses that you helped design? Well, you know, I started my career working with Tom Fazio, so I spent over 20 years with him. And among the courses, most of the courses I worked on with with him are in Florida. 
but among them are uh, ones like the old Collier Golf Club in Naples, uh, Jonathan's Landing, the in-town course, uh, the Jonathan's Landing course in Jupiter, Florida. Um, I worked at Black Diamond up in uh, Lacanto, Florida, Worldwoods in Brooksville, Florida, John Diamond West, which um, hosted the Mid-Am a couple, several years ago in Vero Beach, Florida. Um, geez, there are a number of them. So you're, you're cutting um, your, your teeth under Tom Fazio as a golf course designer, a golf course architect. What, what was that like, and, and did you have to... Did you do anything special to kind of separate yourself and your philosophy from that of, of Tom Fazio or any of the other uh, uh, architects who influenced you? Well, you know, uh, what I recognized early in life, and it was because it was what I was taught, is you don't know what you don't know. And so the first thing I had to do was learn something before I could adjust or change anything. So I learned a lot from Tom Fazio about things, about golf course design. And a lot of the things I learned from him, they made, they made so much sense to me because it was all practical. Tom himself came from an operations background and a construction background. When, when he started in the business with his uncle George, they, uh, they, you know, the family owned a golf course and so they understood what operations was about. And George, being one of the premier golf professionals um, of the era, he understood uh, strategy and uh, golf course design for the excellent player, but because he also gave instruction, he understood what it took to deal with the people who were just learning. So there was this massive information that I was able to um, assimilate from their experiences that was uh, useful, and then also what I recall having heard my father and uncles discuss in both their um, playing opportunities when they played in, in, in events, as well as their own instruction to um, novice players and as well as to highly skilled players. So all of those things are, were important, and I don't know that I did anything to separate myself from what others were doing so much as I may have understood it better because I started working on the golf course when I was 14. And so I understood the maintenance side of things, but then I also worked in the golf shop and I understood um, operations and what it took to serve the clientele. You know, the golf course is both a service industry and an entertainment industry. And if people don't get good service, they're not real happy. And if they don't, if they aren't entertained, they're not happy. So yeah. that's that's part of what what golf course design is about. So now you are the president of the American Society of Golf Course Architects. Congratulations on that. Jan Beljan is our guest today here on Tee to Green. Jan, what what does that involve? And was that something you actively campaigned for, or how did that happen? No, there's no campaigning for that. Uh, it's it's uh, uh, the, the our organization is relatively small, so we pretty much know um, almost all of the members at any given time. Um, there are 170 members right now, but it's the the body of work that you do, your commitment to the organization. It's like every every other organization. 
the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. And I'm a person who learned um, from my father and my uncles that when you're involved in something, that it's part of what you do is you share your knowledge, and by sharing, you learn more. So uh, I participated in a lot of the American Society of Golf Course Architects um, uh, outreaches, and um, I've been an educator for the Golf Course Superintendents Association and, and to other other organizations. So it's that uh, I, I think that the leadership, as well as the general membership, were aware that I participated and I, I uh, was a good representative. So uh, when they asked me if I would be willing to be on the executive committee four years ago, I was just so I was surprised, but I was also honored and humbled because I understood, you know, the people who I would be following and the commitments they had made and what they had done to help the entire game of golf, not just the golf course architects. Jen, would you say that uh, in today's uh, golfing world that there's some, uh, I guess, things going on where you might be saying, well, now all of a sudden we're losing some golf courses? And do you think that was a, a result of overbuilding back in the 90s and, and 2000s? Or do you think it's just, uh, uh, I mean, what would you maybe say would be the, the, pro- the problems that have been caused by that? Well, I think that, yes, you're right. The, the consensus is that there was overbuilding. And the overbuilding didn't, it was, was probably because there were um, real estate uh, golf courses that were conceived by developers, but they didn't necessarily understand uh, what it took to, to um, sustain the golf course long term. And uh, when there are changes, then, you know, the economy changes, culture changes, people change. And so I think they're, right now, from everything that I've seen, we're getting back to balance, to the number, the, the proportionate number of people who play golf in the United States versus the opportunities where they can play. So I think we're getting back to the, to the right balance. And so even though some people talk about how many courses closed, there are more golf courses now being under construction in the past several years than there have been. But those that are under construction are being considered, um, you know, long, the, the long-term sustainability of the course as opposed to just being a, a golf course that's um, an amenity that goes with real estate. Does, does that make sense? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I yeah. mean, uh, that's one of the things that we were talking about earlier was the fact that some of the courses, uh, you know, have been uh, being lost as far as the golf world is concerned. But there are a number of golf courses that are also being built. And I think that's a natural tie-in to have it with real estate. Yes. But, but a lot of the courses, what I think most people don't understand, are about 75% of the golf courses in the country are... are um, um, public courses, and the rest are uh, the private courses, but it's almost always the private courses perhaps get more press because their budgets are different and the, what, what, they, what they market is different. It's beyond golf. It usually has a real estate component and perhaps other amenities involved as well. So uh, it's, it's a different uh, mindset and a different culture perhaps. So I think that right now we have... Uh, and, and the other thing that's happening is there are a lot of golf courses now that are 
um, on their 20, 30, 40 years old. And, of course, that means that the people who may have joined those clubs 20, 30, or 40 years ago are that much older, or they aren't around. And so it's creating uh, facilities that uh, reflect the wants as well as the needs of contemporary players and people who want to experience golf. One of the things that maybe is is understood is the number of people who are interested in golf now compared to who may have been interested five or ten years ago. And there's a, a, a great new interest. A lot of things to talk about there. I wish we had a little more time, but Jan, come back and visit with us again uh, soon and tell us more about your job there as president of the American Society of Golf Course Architects, Jan Beljan, with us today on TD Green. Jan, thanks, and have a great rest of the, rest of the weekend. Thank you, Jay. I appreciate being on you. Looking forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks. Uh, All righty. Sounds good. That's Jan Beljan with us. Uh, she's now the president of the American Society of Golf Course Architects, working her way up the ladder there and doing a great job. I just want to say I love her name, Jan Beljan. Yeah. I mean, one Jan wasn't good enough. <laughs> we have a thing with Jans on this show. Jan That's right. Stevenson on a few weeks ago. Yeah, so there you go. Hope you enjoyed that. And uh, we're not done yet, though. We're going to go on tour, see what's happening uh, on the PGA Tour, the LPGA Tour, the older guys the champions toward the tour our champions. guys <laughs> yeah, are off this weekend but we'll check that out when we come back it's tita grain from the broadmoor jay and jerry be right back Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks with a 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV ears. When you wear TV ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? 
then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Fastest hour in radio, quickest hour in golf. Tita Green continues as we take you on tour. This week's ladies' tour stop, the Thornberry Creek LPGA Classic. They're playing in Oneida, Oneida, Wisconsin. I'll take either way. (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) You say Oneida, I say Oneida. That's right. Four tied for the lead at Area Jutarnagan. Sun Yun Park, who's there every week, it seems right. like. Uh, Shan Shan Feng, we hadn't heard from her in a while. And Tiffany Joe, all at 20 under par. They're tearing it up. They're tearing that course up there. Thornberry Creek in Oneida, Wisconsin. And going into the final round today, the PGA Tour, for the second straight week, is playing a first-time event, the inaugural 3M Open in Blaine, Minnesota, just outside of the Twin Cities. And a three-way tie for the lead there, Bryson DeChambeau, Matt Wolf, and Colin Morikawa are at 15 under par. One shot back, two guys tied for second place, Adam Hadwin and Wyndham Clark. They're at minus 14. Two shots back at minus 13, Charles Howell and Troy Merritt and Hideki Matsuyama. A group of six players at minus 12, so this thing is Wide open. Brooks Kepka is playing this week. He's way back at minus seven. Jason Day, another big name in the field back there in the pack at minus five. You got to wonder about those guys. Uh, uh, evidently, because it's not a major, uh, they're not doing quite as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess they yeah. save it all for the big events. And it's a chance for some of the lesser known guys because a lot of the big names are skipping to get in there, do well, make some money. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, best of luck to them. We'll see John Daly at the British Open in Portrush in a couple of weeks. And not in a cart either. And he won't be in a cart. He'll be walking. He asked the RNA for permission to ride because of the osteoarthritis in his right knee. He rode at Beth Page in the PGA, but the Royal and Ancient said, uh, no way. The RNA said, if you're going to play in the British Open at Royal Portrush, got to walk. J.D. says, as a proud champion, I know what the Open Championship represents. What a special tournament it is. He'll be playing. He'll be walking. And he'll probably be done after two rounds. One would think, probably. (laughs) John Daly, not quite the golfer he used to be. I don't know if he'll make the cut. Hope you enjoyed our interview today with Pat Summerall and Ken Venturi from the TD Green Archives. Thanks to Jan Beljan for joining us, and thank you. We'll see you next week. Till next time, hit them long, hit them straight.